Welcome back, Breakfasters. This is your favorite host, Michaela. And your equally favorite host, Serby. And we welcome you all to yet another episode of Breakfast Bar. Today, we will be responding to some of y'all's unpopular opinions. To prepare for this, we asked some of our friends and listeners for their unpopular opinions so that we can react to them. And by we, Serby doesn't just mean the two of us. Today, we're joined by some of our friends, Rocio and Cushy, as they join us and react to your unpopular opinions as well. So, what are we waiting for? Let's dig in. guys we're at the table right now but i don't know where rocio is oh she just texted me and said that she's on her way oh okay that's good is she having any trouble finding the diner uh no i don't think so oh wait there she is hello rocio we're sitting over here oh hey serby hey y'all sorry i'm a little late the traffic was crazy uh don't worry about it we're just glad you're here. Now, Rocio, while you're at it, do you want to kind of introduce yourself to the listeners? Sure. My name is Rocio. I'm 17, and I love to cook. I like to take pictures, and I'm so happy to be here with y'all today. We are too. And next, we have a friend of mine. I have known her for a very long time as well, and her name is Cushy. Hi, Cushy. Would you like to introduce yourself a bit to the audience? Hi, everyone. My name is Cushy Bunso. I'm currently a senior at CHS, and I'm also a member of KSBY, the broadcast organization at CHS. Thank you for joining us today. All right, so now is the time that you guys have been waiting for. We are now going to jump in and start talking about the unpopular opinions. All right, so our first unpopular opinion from one of our listeners is Beyonce's music is overrated. Okay, I'm going to be very honest with this. I don't really rem- like know what songs Beyonce makes besides the Single Ladies song. I think she's very talented, but the thing that gets her, like, that overrated, you know, label is her fans. You know, if anyone, if any of her fans saw that, like, someone submitted Beyonce's music is overrated, they would go ham on us. I mean, I guess it really depends. What do you mean by being overrated? Does that mean a lot of people like her songs? But I feel like most people follow someone because of a label that's been put on them. You know, like, oh, Beyonce, she stands for, uh, uh, you know, she's an African-American, she's in a minority already, she's also a feminist, and there are all these labels, and you see her making it big, so people automatically, you know, want to follow her and, you know, support her, so they listen to her music. That doesn't, her being overrated to me doesn't mean, like, everyone listens to her music, it just means that everyone supports her, and supporting someone does not mean, that doesn't have to be overrated, you're supporting an individual who has made it and is talented. Yeah, yeah. It's really easy to just, like, think, like, a lot of the super famous people are overrated because you don't know why they're famous. They're just, like, covered by media. 
so you don't really mm-hmm. get the backstory, which is true for a lot of things. I really agree with what you're saying, uh, Michaela. It's that, you know, when someone supports someone or follows someone or listens to someone, they're influenced by someone else's bias. And so that's how you create a large following. And media has to play such a huge role in this. Who does the media follow? You know, someone's overrated generally because the media gives them more attention. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's so many facets of being overrated that you can't just judge someone, oh, because they have a large following, they're overrated. There are multiple factors that make them overrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. very true sometimes you'll look at those like snapchat stories that like the newspapers will pull out um like the daily mail and stuff like that and they'll post about any random celebrity and they'll post mm-hmm. them over and over specifically the kardashians Ugh. they talk about them all the time and while i'm not like the biggest fan of them would it be like what you said like about like what the media does that like that brings into question like if I said the Kardashians were famous because they were constantly on this news article does that make sense and also like I was talking about this earlier today how we're zombies to the media and we're zombies to our phone and we're zombies to society and so like maybe a Beyonce is overrated but the media overly portrays like her because she's an icon and a lot of people reflect their actions based off of what these famous people are doing i think beyonce herself may be overrated like her as an individual because to me like whenever i see her interviews or just like people talking about her she doesn't do anything like super out of the ordinary she's a very kind individual and i i will give her credit for that but i don't think that she is like you know, like somebody that the whole world will be like, oh my God, Beyonce, Queen Bey, you can't look her in the eye, like that kind of person. I personally don't think she herself would want people to like fear her or like worship <laughs> her either because she seems like such a shy and such a kind person. And I don't think she thinks she's better than anybody else. So honestly, like maybe she feels a little uncomfortable by like people worshiping her. Meanwhile, her music, I feel like it's okay. Like, I personally don't love her music. I haven't heard very many of her songs, like somebody else said before. But I, like, you know, I definitely, like, when the when it comes to the question, is Beyonce's music overrated? I would have to say yes. So, Artlist.io Invertebrates are better than vertebrates, and for those who don't know, invertebrates are those that do not possess a a vertebral column or backbone, while vertebrates are those where a vertebral column or backbone is present. Oh, now we're getting science. Okay, so this is like about animals and stuff. (laughs) Well, I guess, I don't know if this is like serious, because I... I don't know how to debate this one, (laughs) but I do know like starfish and jellyfish and snails. I think vertebrates are better because they're more interesting. Yeah, I would have to say that too. Um, Vertebrates are better because that's cats and dogs and I love cats. Cats are the cutest. I'm a cat person. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, I've never really thought about this. So definitely very unpopular. Never, ever crossed my mind. But, like, if I were really to compare majority of the species of, like, invertebrates and vertebrates, I mainly think, like, invertebrates are small species. They're simple organisms that you don't see in daily life. They're very popular, but you don't really see them or it doesn't really strike out to you. Whereas uh, vertebrates, 
we we study them a lot like as a high mm -hmm. schooler i've studied more vertebrates than invertebrates and they're have a lot more uh their internal system is more developed they have a highly developed brain you know more advanced uh nervous system and overall you know i feel like more vertebrate animals they're more interesting to learn i mean like a parrot parrots are very interesting mm -hmm. to me i just feel like they have more um you know, aspects about them that make them interesting to me. Now, is one better the, than the other? I can't say that, but mm -hmm. I definitely feel like vertebrates are more interesting because they're more complex. And generally, when things are more complex, you can study them more. And they just have, you know, if you study something more because it's detailed, you're just more interested in that because there's more to learn. I think it's also interesting, though, because invertebrates are something that we're not as used to because we're literally vertebrates. Like we have vertebrates. If people were to have like a pet or something, it's most likely to be a vertebrate too. Our third unpopular opinion is I believe in the Virgo supremacy. Yes. Is that yours? Did sir? you send that one, Serby? <laughs> yeah, I said that one. Serby, are you a Virgo? Yes, I am a what Virgo. What even is a Virgo, first of all? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Give me a second. A Virgo Wait. is just an all-around amazing person. That's all you need to know. Girl, well, you you guys are experienced. You're represented by the goddess of wheat and agriculture. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Virgos no. I just like, yeah, you guys, Libra season starts right now. Virgos are... Um, sh th their weakness is like shyness and worrying and overly critical. So if Virgos ruled, they seem very perfectionist. If they ruled over something, I feel like they might be a little bit too shy to be a leader. They kind of remind me of Candors from so, yeah. The Hunger Games. That one is an unpopular opinion. But Virgos are very organized and were also very, very kind, apparently. But I don't know. Y'all could be the treasurers. Mm -hmm. You, Serbi, and our other Virgo friend, you guys are very different types of Virgos. I believe that, unfortunately, Virgo supremacy is a unpopular opinion, so let's move on. So the next unpopular opinion that we have is seaweed chips taste like rotten fish. I, I just wanted to say I disagree because I was raised eating seaweed chips. And honestly, as a kid, it was the only green thing I ate. I am definitely <laughs> developed in my palate now, but um, it was very palatable for me. So I was going to say, well, I, in my opinion, I really can't say much about this very unpopular opinion because I feel like it's unpopular because many people haven't tried it. And that's including mm -hmm. me. I've never had a seaweed chip in my life before. But I can say that seaweed is tasty. And whenever I'm craving like a light snack, I'll have seaweed. And I mm -hmm. think it's very tasty. So that's my opinion about this unpopular opinion. I think seaweed tastes amazing. But I've had seaweed before and I ate it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And when I went home, all I did was talk about it to my mom. But anyways... Um, going back to the question itself, or like the opinion itself, I have never had seaweed chips, and I have never had rotten fish, or fish for that matter, because I am very vegetarian, so I would have to pass on that one, because I have no idea. Well, so you don't know what fish tastes like? Nope. So rotten fish is tastes like what it smells, but fresh fish does not. 
You don't want to taste what it smells like. Yeah, I can't really give my opinion because I'm also a vegetarian who's not really had fish in her life, so. I can be the fish expert in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's have a whole episode about fish so that Michaela can talk for 22 minutes about fish. And microplastics. I will definitely make sure to guest star in that one, like give yeah. my opinion about fish when I haven't had it. Mm-hmm. Whoever sent this in, I recommend you trying the seaweed chips that have like, they're like seaweed on, on top of a layer of like rice chip. It's like little squares with like rice and then a layer of seaweed on top, kind of like a sushi roll, but it's a chip and it's really good. So I recommend you trying that so your life will change. Thank you. I will also try to eat that because I've never had seaweed chips in my life. People who like Harry Potter as a trend are so annoying. And I agree because call me a gatekeeper, but I have been a fan of Harry Potter, like the whole series, the movies and the books since seventh grade and you're trying to tell me now draco is taking over tiktok like where was your appreciation for draco when you were like a 12 year old like that's the moment like a lot of people who are like my age when they read the book they were all like oh my gosh draco i personally like kushi you remember like one of our friends really really liked draco and she was like still the does. biggest still does <laughs> i bet she would still marry him she is the biggest Draco fan. So yeah, that's just my opinion on it. And if that's an unpopular opinion, then so be it because I agree with it. I have a different opinion. So um, I used to like read the books and stuff, but I never was like hugely obsessed with it, like the whole world. But I know friends who were, and I know that they kind of kept it under wraps because it wasn't a popular opinion. But now that it's become popular, they kind of feel more like, okay, like, they're not scared of hiding that anymore, because it's popular. Mm -hmm. But, and it's also like, you're opening up the your world to other people, which I think can be good, because that way you don't have to be like, looked down on, like, Mm -hmm. but also I do agree, because I kind of started liking it more now that I see it on TikTok. Yeah. So I guess I fall under the category as who like Harry Potter as a trend. So I guess I'm annoying. But (laughs) Uh, I was just going to say, I am a Harry Potter fan. I am obsessed with the series. I've read it twice. Watched the movies too many times to count now. And I don't, I don't think that you're, if you're following Harry Potter because of a trend, you're unpopular. Or not unpopular, but annoying. Like, you're liking it because you find something that fascinates you. It doesn't have to make you annoying. Like, I honestly find it concerning that so many people think Draco is, like, super attractive because, like, He's so abusive. Like, are we forgetting that he literally, like, abuses his friends? I mean, yes, but I guess you also have to consider the situation he was put into. Like, you know, his family, Mm -hmm. the pressure he's under. You know, every person is the way they are for a reason. There's some factors that have influenced them to grow up the way they have. And, you know, we we can try the best to change them. But if you're surrounded by a lot of people that hold the same characteristics, you're going to be the same way. Mm -hmm. And I guess the reason a lot of people really like him is because he changes throughout the series and you can see that change. And I feel like that's why people are obsessed with Draco because out of all the characters in the book, in my opinion, my opinion, again, please, Harry Potter lovers and fans, don't come after me. 
uh, Draco has changed the most and gone through a lot of change. The Half-Blood Prince one, oh, that one was very, like, Draco, like, character development. Um, I think, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I feel like Draco is, like, actually, I agree with both of you, because Draco was kind of abusive towards his friends, but that was because he was misunderstood his entire life. And also, yeah, like, I just think that Draco isn't very attractive. Sorry, guys. I don't know if that's another unpopular opinion I just threw in there, but I don't think Draco is attractive tom felton is attractive but draco is not (laughs) because i don't know red flags and like i don't know just i can't get past the the abuse and tom felton apparently like every morning he plays the guitar in like the streets of london and i think that's just like the sweetest thing we could go on for talking about harry potter forever honestly i can yeah i think we all can might as well throw in another unpopular opinion and then we can move on to the next one. So, or if y'all want to answer it, that's fine too. Snape and Albus Dumbledore were not good people. I think they were just way too smart to be morally correct. And so sometimes they made the decision that is going to like have a better long-term effect. I feel like Snape is a bad person because he only helped out Harry because he had an obsession with someone that was related to Harry and died. So that's just like the reason why I think that he's a bad person. Because otherwise, think about it, like he was the one who actually reported to Voldemort that Harry is the child that's gonna, that's like a threat to Voldemort. And he tries to get, and that's why like Voldemort goes after him. And then Snape realizes that Harry is actually related to this person that he was obsessed with, and then now all of a sudden he wants to protect him. That's a little shady. And Dumbledore, I feel like, is a bad person because he he only helped Harry because Snape was going to give him something in return. I don't remember what, but that's the reason why he helped Harry. Otherwise, he would have been like, I don't care. Like, Voldemort could kill him for all I care, you know? And that's not a character trait of a good person, I just feel. Um, I think Snape, I actually, like, ever since I was a kid, I always felt like, I don't know, I always liked Snape because I always felt like he was misunderstood, like, that emo goth kid that nobody understood, and he he always, like, stuck to, like, what he wanted, but he never, like, I don't know, he faced adversity, but I know he's, like, not the most perfect person, but he stuck with the person that he loved to the ends of the earth. And he did what he could to, like, make sure that their name didn't, like, die in vain. And so I I don't know. I always had, like, a special place in my heart for him. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Kushi, what do you think? Um, again, I guess I'm being very objective about this. But I don't, I don't consider them to be bad people. They had motives for what they wanted to do. You know, mm-hmm. Harry, well, Snape's motive was because Harry was related to someone he had a very personal connection with. He wanted to help him. And Dumbledore also had a factor in why, you know, he helped them. But at the end of the day, they did help Harry. They had a motivation to do it. They had an incentive, but they helped him. And I get that's a characteristic of a good person. Now, when I help someone... I'm not saying every single time I help them, I do it out of selflessness because, oh, they're in need. I'm going to help them. There are times where I really think about it, like, I'm going to help you because I'm getting this out of this, you know? Mm-hmm. So is that does that make me a bad person? 
I don't think it makes me a bad person, necessarily. I feel like, I feel like, again, very objective that I'm a good person because I am morally good. I have integrity. I'm honest, or at least I consider myself to be honest. And I'm grateful for society and what they've given me. But just helping someone, I mean, for the reasons that you guys have listed to why you guys think they're bad people, I personally don't agree. So I'm sort of against this unpopular opinion, I guess. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Also because I sort of like almost every single character. Um, I'm not like in the book because each character has a reason they're there. And I feel yeah. like hey, if you took a single character out of the book, the book wouldn't be the same. <laughs> so right. I'm sort of obsessed with everyone in the book. So mm -hmm. that's, that's my thought. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually a really true point. Like they, all the characters in the book like have impact besides like um what's her name coco or something like a girlfriend oh, oh yeah <laughs> cedric's girlfriend um we don't need her but I mean, she was necessary for the drama like the normal high school drama i feel like if she wasn't oh. there we wouldn't get the high school i'm not high schoolness but like the normal teenage drama yeah sometimes yeah. you need teenage drama in a book and that was the teenage drama Harry Potter's first kiss? <gasps> That's was teenage joking. drama. Let's move on from Harry Potter. Our yeah. Like, um, come on, guys. Like, oh. I, if we keep talking about it, like, even for a minute more, I would throw in maybe, like, five more unpopular opinions, <laughs> and we don't want that. We'll have a whole episode just for Americans have to stop imposing their politics slash beliefs on cultures that aren't theirs slash they don't understand it depends you know like sometimes like for example if and it also depends on how you define an american overall i just think that like for example when it comes to like religion and stuff people can't like a person who is not like a muslim or a person who is not a hindu or a person who is not a christian cannot impose their beliefs on mm -hmm. those religions you know I what i mean highly agree with this one because it goes both ways like um the america's like societal standards or whatever should not be pushed onto other people's cultures and other people's cultures shouldn't really push onto america's societal standards but it's also like america is based off of different people's cultures coming together but i also think the church shouldn't impose their opinions onto the government or the like just vice versa like we shouldn't try to like destroy what other people believe because mm -hmm. of something else that it could b go both ways you know what i mean yeah. i also highly 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 agree with this unpopular opinion and i guess i've agreed with this unpopular opinion since day one they told me that christopher columbus sailed the ocean blue to convert christ uh, convert indians to christians or you know gather mm -hmm. more christians like since that day one i was like that's wrong yes you mm -hmm. can educate people but you can't hard. force people and force your impressions of something on them you can educate people i'm not saying being aware is bad you know you shouldn't be ignorant i mean sometimes ignorance is bliss but you should be aware about like oh this is what this culture does or these are the holidays for this culture these are the traditions for this culture because you want to be aware so you don't offend someone you know or you understand what other people are going through but you should definitely not impose something on someone else because you know there is a reason they believe what they believe whether right. it's because of their parents or whether they've chosen to believe this. There is no mm -hmm. need to impose your beliefs or make someone feel bad because they're a certain religion or, or they believe in a certain tradition. 
yeah. and this also goes with like cultural appropriation like yeah. you need to wait for the culture to be like it's okay you can um integrate this thing into your like into america but if they want to hold on to that you need to respect that because it's their culture exactly yeah. and then but like when i've been to weddings i've seen like some white people who have been wearing like indian traditional clothes and nobody and i i'm fine with that like i don't see anything wrong with that you know like that's fine to me like, Again, i don't think that's offensive to me as right? because you're not appropriating the culture you're uh, yeah being aware of it you're like, sort of accepting it or like uh, like you know sort of not criticizing it i guess you could say or making fun of it you know it's fine you're doing it because mm -hmm. you like it you enjoy maybe wearing indian clothes or that's part of your personality you like wearing your hair that certain way or you like getting henna on your hands or even nose rings i mean i feel like i would say that nose rings are very indian i mean don't mm -hmm. quote me on that i feel like you know that's a very indian thing but you don't see people getting criticized because that's part of a personality that's what makes you yeah. who you are Girls slash females in general should be able to like what they want without being shamed for it or being called clingy. I just think uh, someone clingy in general is not okay. I yeah, just think like, that girls, yes, I agree with this opinion, that girls in general should be able to like what they want without people criticizing them just in general. Just don't call people clingy in general and yeah. let people like what they like because you don't know who they are. You don't know anything about them. Mm -hmm. So who are you to tell them how to be? I agree with everything you guys have to say. I don't really have anything certain to say about this. I feel like, you know, this is, again, I don't really have anything to say about this, I'm being honest. <laughs> Age sexism in movies should stop. Like sometimes the age gap between the male and female lead is more than 15 years. Also, normalizing older female leads in cinema and letting them have a romance on screen like some of their male counterparts. I think, okay, if, if the movie doesn't focus, if the plot doesn't correlate with the age gap, I don't think that they should deny older actors that, um, that opportunity. I agree with you, like, um, why are we doing this? Exactly. Like, I also think that if you're acting like 40 and they make you up to look 40 because they had no other um, job application that fit, I think it's okay because you're not romanticizing the age gap. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like in movies where it's just about the romance, I feel like the age gap is a big problem if there's such a big age gap. I feel like if they're anything more than like five years apart, it's a little weird for me to watch. Like I can't get it out of my mind that this person might be the age of their father or their yeah. you know, uncle or just somebody that's like way older than them. So like, look and at that. I just wanna quickly add on, uh, I was watching a, or reading an article and someone was mentioning that, an actor was mentioning, what can I do about this situation? You know. Am I supposed to deny acting with someone because they're young? And I understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, I feel like that shouldn't be happening. It's like, what are you trying to show our culture? Because at the end of the day, what we, should, we watch in movies, what we read in the media, what's very popular, that's what ends up going in our mind. And you showing yeah. this, maybe it's okay to some people, and I'm not going to point you out for it, but in my mind, that is not right. It's not 
it doesn't fit in, you know? Mm -hmm. I think, so this is an unpopular opinion, but like a true unpopular opinion, but I think once you get, like once your brain stops developing, that's when you can make decisions for yourself. Because if we start cracking down on like age gaps, I think it becomes a little bit too controlling. But once you become a certain age, like in your brain completely stops developing, like maybe you're 40 years old and you fall in love with a guy that is 60 years old, you're 40 and he's 60 and there's a 20 year age gap, but that's your soulmate. I think because you're 40 years old, you've lived enough life to know if you're being manipulated and taken advantage advantage of um, and you're able to make decisions for yourself. So I think once you get, I think, okay, a 20-year-old dating a 60-year-old is not okay because that 60-year-old mm -hmm. has a lot more life than you and your brain is still developing. So you don't know any better. You haven't experienced a ton of relationships. So you're definitely going to be in an interesting situation. But if you're 40 years old and you've dated a lot of guys or women or non-binary, um, you're going to know red flags you're gonna know how to stand in your morals so if that six-year-old man is your soulmate and you know it go for it girl but i just don't think like old men should prey on younger um young adults yeah that's i agree with that to some extent but also you know it, when it comes to movies that's when i feel like big age gap like more than five years is like a problem but in real life like there are obviously going to be some people who think that somebody who's like 10 years older than them is there is going to be their soulmate and maybe they're right there are a lot of couples that have like kind of big age gaps but those who yeah. are like 10 like 10 years like kind of like around that age gap like nick jonas and priyanka chopra i feel like you know they can decide for themselves like it's fine just do what you want you're not harming anybody so i don't see why it's why it's a problem except for when it's in movies because if you're putting it in movies then you're like kind of it kind of looks like you're yeah. promoting it you know i remember growing up and watching all these high like these shows and movies set up in high schools and thinking this is how life is when it's actually really really different you know like that's just that's just what i think though i'm obviously not a filmmaker i am studying to become one but i haven't started that yet so i don't see what the appeal of having such large age gaps is so you um, know like that's just what i think What do you guys think about the fact that people say that uh, morning showers are better than night showers? Just wondering. Well, what's your opinion about that? I take midday showers. Oh, showers <laughs> are everywhere, I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like afternoon to evening showers are the best because in the morning, like when you're going out and stuff, obviously not much right now because of Corona time. But when people go out and stuff, like there's all this dust and everything that's getting stuck to you. And at the end of the day, you can wash it all out. Like that's just I what I think. That's why I prefer evening showers. I get the dirtiest in the mornings and I don't want all of that just sitting on me the rest of the day. So I'll shower in the middle of the day because I feel like that's like the best time for me to like not break out. What do you think, Cushy? Uh, I am a late night shower that that just because i love my sleep and i don't really like getting up to you know take a shower i like you know in the afternoon 
when I have mm-hmm. nothing to do and I'm relaxed and I have nothing in my brain to take a shower and wipe all the gunk off of me. But yeah. I totally understand why people take morning showers. Oh, oh, they like to be refreshed in the morning, you know, get their day started on a clean slate. And for more, most people, like the simple act of, you know, taking a bath means they're starting a new day. As someone who showers in the night, I find myself most comfortable with it. And I feel like I enjoy my late showers. Like I've taken showers in the morning and it's not the same feeling. And it helps you sleep better. So I think morning showers can be very symbolic or showers in general can be very symbolic because you're kind of washing away like negative energies or whatever you believe in. You're like washing that away for the clean slate, like what you said, Kushi. Well, those are all of our unpopular opinions, which some of them were more popular than others. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I want to thank you guys for help, like participating and giving us your time. Thank you, Cushy. Oh, thank you all for having me. And thank no you, problem. Rocio, even though you had to leave early. <laughs> it is now time to end today's very interesting episode of Breakfast Bar. But don't fret, breakfasters. We will... As always, be back with a brand new episode every other Wednesday. That's right. Our next podcast episode will be out on Wednesday, October 7th, which also happens to be our very first episode that will come out during spooky season. Ooh! And for that reason, we will be keeping the topic of our next episode under wraps. Haha, <laughs> get it? Like mummies wrapped. <laughs> Again, this is Serebi. And Michaela. Signing off for now. Bye. Music license.